Hello, you're listening to the Mindset of Podcasting. In this podcast, we talk about all things podcasting, from setting it up, getting over those fears, and growing your podcast. I'm your host, Jillian, CEO of Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions. I've been helping women entrepreneurs start, manage, and grow their podcasts since 2020. Listen in as I give you all the tips and tricks I know about successfully launching and managing your podcasts. Let's go chat. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. Thank you so much for being here this week. And this week is our book report on Do Less by Kate Northrup. Now, I read this book a few years ago. and I just picked it up again when I was experiencing burnout. So I was like, I need to stop doing so much. And this book was so helpful. So if you haven't read it, definitely go check it out. But I'm going to give you a little overview of it and some of my big takeaways that have helped me from being burnt out with my podcast and my business. And now I'm back. (laughs) So she starts out with saying that research has found that overworking yourself leads to an increased risk of stroke and heart disease, plus poor mental health, which definitely happened to me. I started getting pains in my body. I ended up having to go to physical therapy because I had a lot of physical pain in my legs and my hips. And I know that that was caused by stress. When I feel stress, I get physically sick. So that definitely happened. And definitely the poor mental health. I was very, like, I just didn't want to do anything. And I definitely experienced the poor mental health. I just, I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to lay in bed all day and just sleep and forget the world and forget that I was part of it. So stress can definitely do all that to you, especially if you're overworking yourself. So my biggest thing is take a step back. Like we don't have to work so hard. We don't have to do it all. I really liked her chapter on the regrets of the dying. Most of them was they wish they didn't work so hard. They wish they spent more time with the people that they love. They wish that they were happier. And that just really, really hit something in me. I'm like, I don't want my kids to remember that mom worked all the time. You know, she was never around. She worked all the time. And I don't want that. I want to be present for my kids and to be there for them. And yeah, I don't want to be on my deathbed saying, oh, I'm glad I worked so much, which I probably won't. I won't be saying that. Nobody says that. So think about that. Think like, I don't want to get very morbid here, but we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know how much time we have left on this planet. So Enjoy all you can and take time with the ones that you do love. And, you know, we don't have to work so hard. I feel we live in a society that values work. Like if somebody asks you, what did you do all day? Like telling them that you laid around and did nothing makes you seem lazy. And I don't think that's the case. I think it's okay to lay around and do nothing. That's actually one of the hardest things to do because people view it as being lazy. So no, I wouldn't feel like society just wants us to overwork ourselves so that we become stressed so that we go to the doctors and we pay into the pockets of the billionaires who own big pharma. Like that is what the truth is. And I don't think we need to do that. And I think taking a break is a good thing. So Kate talks about the vital few in her book and these things, the vital few are the things that only you can do, only you can do them. And the rest of the stuff you can actually give out to do. Now, I know money comes into this with having to outsource. And that came in when I was going through my burnout phase, like spending money to give some things away for other people to do. And I learned it really is a time versus money thing. Like I wanted time back. I needed more time with my kids and my family. And I didn't want to be working all the time. So spending that money to outsource some things was worth it for me. So when she talks about her vital few, it's the only the things that you can do. Now, for example, with your podcast, 
the things that only you can do is to come up with the content and record the podcast. Those two things you have to do. Now, content kind of, you can give it away, but recording, definitely not. You have to record your podcast. So I would start slowly giving things away with your podcast that you don't have to do. For example, I come up with the content and I record my podcast and then I give it over to my editor and I don't have to worry about it again, which is the best part. (laughs) Now that does cost me money, but you know what I get back in return? A ton of time, less stress, (laughs) and just some room to breathe and to hang out with my family. So it is worth it to me. So think of the vital few that you have to do in your business, in your podcast, and start slowly, slowly giving things away. Like you don't have to start spending thousands of dollars every month to give things away. You can just maybe give away just the editing, give away just the show notes, give away just scheduling it and recording it. You can give away just little pieces at a time until you build up to there. So she talks about the signs when you know that you need help. These are the signs that I definitely experienced all of these. So the first one was physical stress, getting physical pain from the stress. As I mentioned, I had pain going down the back of my left leg. I ended up having to go to physical therapy for it. And it was because the muscle, I was sitting on that muscle too long and it was starting to cramp up basically. And so I had to go to PT to release that because I was holding so much stress there. So once I took a step back and started letting go of some of that, I actually, the pain went away. Like the pain just went away and I haven't experienced it since. So stress can show up very physically in your body with high blood pressure, being overtired, exhausted, anything. It can be any kind of pain. You know, my husband gets gout sometimes when he is overstressed. So his toe will become inflamed, the joint of it. So if you experience any physical pain, take that as a sign that you might need to take a step back. Another sign is getting irritable or resentful. And oh my gosh, (laughs) everything in my life was making me mad. I was very short-tempered with everybody because things going on in my business were overflowing into my life. And that is what happens. So I was very overstressed. I started hating my business and I just wanted to burn everything down, go get a job at Target and be done with it because it was too much. It was just too much for me. And I didn't take a step back to actually explore those emotions. And so they were just coming out and I was being very, very grouchy with everybody. So if you noticing that, like you just want to hide away from the world and not talk to anybody, That's definitely a sign that you need to get some help in your business or your podcast. Another sign is not fitting your non-negotiables into your life. So what is a non-negotiable for you? So for me, it is, I definitely want to make it to all my son's baseball practices and games. I wanted to be working out. I wanted to be eating right and taking care of myself. And I wasn't doing any of those because I was stuck working so much. So this was actually the first sign when I was like, I feel like crap because I'm not taking care of me and doing things that I know make me feel better. So my first thing I did was I started writing out every morning that my health comes first. So I would make sure every morning before I started work, I would work out, plan my meals for the day and take care of me. Take some time to meditate and take care of me because that is important. And I know that that helps get me in the right mind space and makes me feel better. So that became a non-negotiable for me that I was going to take care of me first. And then my second non-negotiable was I was going to make it to every baseball practice and every baseball game. So I end my workday at 3 p.m. so that I can make it to my son's events in the evening. So those are now my non-negotiables. And I know if I stop doing them, then something has to change because something's not working in my business. 
Another one is getting cranky. Like I said, check. I was very cranky. (laughs) Feeling overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. I would look at my upcoming schedule for the week and be so overwhelmed and just want to shut down. Like I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fit everything in. I don't know how I'm going to do everything. And I would just close my computer and be like, okay, I can't, I'm just done. And I wouldn't want to look at it. And so this is one of the reasons I took a break from my podcast because I was like, I absolutely cannot fit it in. And it was overwhelming me. So I was like, I need to take a step back from something and reevaluate my schedule and outsource what I need to outsource. So I have more time and I can hold true to those non-negotiables in my life. So in this book, she has some really good questions to ask yourself if you're starting to feel burnt out, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're just like, I don't know what to do. I just want to burn it all down. So these are some great questions. So when you are faced with doing something in your business, ask yourself, does this need to be done? So for example, my client work, does this need to be done? Yes, it it definitely does need to be done. When I asked myself about my podcast, I was like, does this need to be done? I was like, no, no, like, Keeping with my clients and making sure that I get their stuff done is more important. So doing my podcast did not need to be done at that time. And so I said, no. The next question is, does this need to be done by me? So I looked at my client work. I looked at all my clients. I was like, what does not need to be done by me? Like, what can I outsource to other people? And I started giving them little things. Now, gave some of them the entire podcast. My, some of my team members, I'm like, take this whole podcast. You don't need to do it. But then there were podcasts like, no, I, I love doing this one. I love listening to them. I'm going to do this myself. And I just gave them little bits of it. So figure out what actually needs to be done by you. And then with podcasts, I was like, recording has to be done by me. And that's just not something I can fit in right now. So I had to take that off. But now that my podcast is back and I've gotten more time in my schedule, It does need to be done by me and I make sure I schedule that in. And then the third question is, does this need to be done right now? I think we put a lot of urgency on everything and it's like, it doesn't have to be so urgent. So when I look at my upcoming week, I look at my clients and I'm like, whose podcast needs to be done this week because it needs to go out next week. That is what I look at. And then anything else gets put on to the end of the week. Because if it doesn't need to go out next week, it doesn't need to be done right away. And that's what we need to look at things. If it does not need to be done right now, you can hold off on it. Not everything is an urgency. We're not brain surgeons. We don't have to do something immediately. So those are great questions I ask at the beginning of my week when I'm looking at my schedule. Does this need to be done? Does this need to be done by me? Does this need to be done right now? Great questions to ask. So when we realize, hey, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I need help. She has a really great thing to think about when you are asking for help. It is to ask early, often, and kindly. (laughs) So if we ask for help too late into the process, we are already overwhelmed and stressed and we get cranky. (laughs) And then we tend not to be very kind when we're asking for help. Like, you know, when you're really cranky and the house is a mess and you just like look at the kitchen sink and I know I've done this and I'm just like, why can nobody do the dishes? This is ridiculous. And I get really cranky and just start yelling. And then nobody wants to do the dishes because nobody wants to come near me. But if I ask early enough, hey, I have to do this thing for work. Do you mind doing the dishes for me? I can be kinder because I'm not overwhelmed and stressed out. So ways to think about this with your podcast is, I know early in the stages of our podcast, maybe we can't afford to hire somebody, but look around. Maybe somebody will trade services with you. They'll edit your podcast while you maybe coach them or do something 
like social media or something for them. You can trade services. I had, did do this with one of my first early clients. We traded services. She gave me coaching and I edited her podcast. Or if somebody is just starting out, you can maybe pay them a little less so they gain experience. I also did this when I first started out. I charged way less just so I could gain experience. So those are some options. And one of my favorite pieces of advice that she gives in the book is to simplify. Simplify. We don't have to do everything. And when this comes to your podcast, we're going to pick a few key elements that will really move the needle forward because we don't want to do everything. We just want to move the needle forward. So what I say is to pick one platform to promote your podcast on, whether this is Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you want to be to promote your podcast. Focus on that one platform. We don't need to be everywhere. Focus on the one platform that you can focus on and give all your attention to to promote your podcast. I would say that the most important thing to do when you're simplifying is focus on the giving value. Give value in your podcast. That's the first thing you should be focusing on giving value in your podcast, and then promoting it on one social media platform. And that is a great way to simplify your podcast process. So this book has like really opened my eyes to how I don't have to do it all. And that before I make any decision in my business or in my podcast, I need to make sure it aligns with me and it feels good with me and that I can fit it into my schedule. You know, I don't have to do everything. And that was something I was doing in my business that led to burnout was I felt I had to do everything because nobody else could do it like me. And you know, that's not true. You can train people on how you do things, you know, and have them help you. And it has relieved so much pressure now that I have help in my business and with my podcast, I don't have to do it all. So this book was fantastic. I highly, highly recommend going to get it and reading it. It is a great book. And she also has at the end of the book, it is a 14 day challenge where each day you do a different part of what she talks about so that you can get into the habit of doing less. And she does also talk about aligning your productivity with your menstrual cycle. So that's something you're not into, you can skip those chapters, but I was really into that and aligning my podcast with my menstrual cycle. And I do have a past episode all about that. You can go back and listen to that. And yeah, I just, I found this book really helpful and it really helped me prioritize what needs to be done in my business and in my podcast. So I really suggest going to read it. Next week, I have a really fun episode where we are going to do an Office Space rewatch. So if you have not seen the movie Office Space, go rent it. I think you can rent it on Amazon Prime or Sling. You can rent it in one of those places. Go rent it. Watch it. It's the ultimate burnout movie. And we are going to discuss it next week. And I will see you then.